Welcome to the Big Unlock Podcast, where we discuss digital transformation and emerging technologies in healthcare. Here, some of the most innovative thinkers and leaders in healthcare and technology talk about how they are driving change in their organizations. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Patty, and it is my privilege and honor to introduce my special guest today, Bill Cross, Vice President and General Manager of the Connected Consumer Experience Practice at Change Healthcare. Bill, thank you for setting aside the time, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Patty. It's great to be on. Thank you. So, Bill, just for the benefit of our listeners, do you want to spend a couple of minutes talking about Change Healthcare, and what does the company do, and what are your focus areas today? Certainly. So Change Healthcare is one of the largest independent healthcare technology companies in the U.S. We provide a variety of data and analytics-driven solutions and services that, that focus on clinical, financial, and patient engagement outcomes. So I think we really occupy a unique space in healthcare with our focus on connecting the broad ecosystem We have deep and broad networks across financial and clinical areas that improve decision-making, they simplify billing, they help uh, with payer and provider processes, payment processing, for example, and and generally help enable uh, better consumer experiences. Right. Now, thank you for that background. And on this podcast, we focus mostly on uh, digital transformation and what that means uh, to healthcare enterprises, as well as to the technology provider community that serves the needs of healthcare enterprises. And I want to start with uh, an announcement that Change Healthcare made recently about a new platform that you've just launched. You want to tell us a little bit about that? What is the platform called? What kind of marketplace needs you were looking to address with the platform? You bet. So we we announced recently the availability of our connected consumer health suite. And these solutions, digital patient experience manager, shop book and pay, virtual front desk, other capabilities, they really help providers to create more consumer style digital healthcare experiences. We really like to say we're helping providers with this platform power the connected digital journey for consumers, really from internet search through to the exam room. And our focus is around removing as many of the friction points that, you know, are typical with today's healthcare experience across finding care, accessing, and paying for care. Right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the suite of solutions that you've launched uh, in the shop, book, and pay. You know, you mentioned uh, digital health experiences and, uh, consumer uh, empowerment and so on. When I look at the digital health solutions landscape, I see that you already have the big electronic health record vendors, uh, such as Epic, for instance, and uh, you know their MyChart platform is an example. And then you have a whole marketplace of, call it the digital health innovation ecosystems, startups that have identified an opportunity relating to any one single touch point in a online consumer experience. So it looks like what you've done is taken many of those features, many of those needs for the touch points and kind of aggregated them all into a a one-stop platform. Is that a fair way to state that? How exactly would you describe that? Patty, what I would say is, is our insight 
and what's behind the solutions we announced is that what we see as the need is to remove, as I mentioned, as many places where consumers hit barriers in accessing care and using great digital to do that. So really the analogies we think about are examples such as Rocket Mortgage or Carvana, Amazon Go, and and others that have taken technology. And I think to your point, there are existing technologies out there serving different points in the healthcare consumer journey. But the unique insight was bringing these together, dramatically simplifying the process that a consumer goes through really to access the services or products that they need, and to do that in a way that works within the context of healthcare. So give me an example of how this would work. If I'm a healthcare consumer, first of all, would I even be accessing your platform directly or, you know, or is your platform kind of uh, sitting underneath uh, maybe uh, health systems uh, front end portal? How does this work as a consumer? How, what would the experience look like for me? Certainly. And, th- and there are a number of ways that a, a number of on-ramps for a consumer to enter this digital journey that we make available for providers. And, and we've, and I, I just mentioned, we've partnered with Adobe here and Adobe's a leader in, in digital experience. And as a result of that, we have a variety of capabilities that can really customize the experience to fit the brand and styling and many of the other factors that our provider customers need to really reinforce their strategies. So I'll give you one example, a consumer, and really, you know, in light of, it's never really been more important now in light of COVID-19 and the dramatic shift towards digital. But the majority of consumers today are really struggling to understand what their financial responsibility is going to be or their struggle with healthcare, they're struggling to connect together the steps they need to take. So a consumer would start the journey perhaps on the website of of their local provider, and they will be able to search for care, understand what care is available to them based on any number of services that are increasingly more shoppable, if, if you will. And by that, we mean where consumers are more actively involved in the decision-making around those services. So they'll, they'll enter through the, the provider's website, they'll enter into the shopbook and pay experiences, experience, which is branded for the provider. They'll locate the provider and the services that they need within their local area. They'll be able to understand their out-of-pocket responsibilities, schedule care, and complete the pre-service journey in as simple a way as possible. And you mentioned Adobe as one of your partners. You also, I think, uh, partnered with Microsoft uh, in building the platform. Am I correct? That's exactly right. This is bringing together the best of of three very complementary companies that are leaders in their respective domain. It's bringing together Microsoft's leadership with cloud hosting and regulated industries and significant capabilities around making it scalable and serviceable across the market. So one of our objectives here is to make these solutions available for the largest providers, but down to the smallest independent practices as well. And Microsoft has a great role to play making that scalable. As I mentioned, the role of Adobe and really leading many consumer industries, empowering the digital experiences that we all know and love, and then change healthcare. And one of the important insights here is in order to make great progress 
in consumer experience and consumer digital transformation, you have to get access to the workflows and data and other backend systems that are necessary to, to bridge those silos, if you will. And that's a great capability that Change Healthcare brings to, to this partnership on behalf of the customers we serve. Right. So staying on the consumer experience for a moment, and I imagine that you have your first few clients or deployments already live or in the process of going, going live, and you don't have to name any of the clients, but can you maybe describe what the architecture looks like? You know, let's say you're working with a healthcare provider who's on a, one of the major electronic health record platforms, Epic or Cerner or one of them. How does your platform fit in that architectural uh, construct? And uh, also, are all the capabilities that you talked about, are they all built native in your platform? Or do you also have components that are maybe uh, white labeled with uh, other, uh, you know, startups? Uh, How is this whole thing architected? You know, if I look at it uh, purely from an enterprise standpoint as a healthcare executive. Exactly. Certainly. So it's architected in a cloud native structure and um, with an architecture that allows us to, on behalf of our provider customers, to integrate into their systems of record. If you think about just from an overall philosophy and approach standpoint, we view the provider has a number of systems of record that house data needed to support these consumer journeys, be it their electronic medical record or their revenue cycle system. System. And of course, we, uh, as Change Healthcare, equip many providers across the industry with some of those systems like revenue cycle management. But those systems of record then interact with the systems of engagement. And that's really where the Connected Consumer Health Suite plays the role. It's delivering to those providers a scalable cloud-hosted architecture that integrates with their data sources and powers for them those digital experiences that they need to support finding and accessing care. One last question on that topic, who pays? There's a very simple model to this, which is, which our customers, the providers pay for. And I also want to address another question you asked around third parties as well, but I'll come back to that. But yeah, it's simple subscription model based on consumption that providers pay for. And the benefit to them is a multifold from you know, operational efficiencies to really, and, and most importantly, attracting and retaining their consumers. And that's really where the, the value that they receive out of this solution. But back to the other question, we've architected our platform in such a way as to incorporate third parties into the journey. We recognize that healthcare journeys can take many different avenues and providers need the flexibility to be able to accommodate those third parties. We're working with, for example, MD Save, which is a really great, innovative, earlier stage company that helps to create a single bill experience for consumers prior to when they need care. So it just dramatically simplifies what a consumer sees and understands their responsibility to be and to be able to satisfy that responsibility. And so we've incorporated that capability into our shop, book, and pay. And uh, we've built our architecture. And that's, again, back to the role that Microsoft plays here as well with us in a very flexible manner. So it can be extensible over time based on our customers' needs. Right, very interesting. And it seems to me like uh, the platform you've built is uh, one of the early examples that I see in the market of a comprehensive digital consumer experience platform. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of standalone solutions and 
you know, one of the big challenges that uh, my clients and all the others that I talk to, they talk about is creating this seamless consumer experience. For the most part, the standalone solutions, they're kind of glued together in a somewhat brittle way. And uh, building this seamless consumer experience that we are used to from the Amazons of the world or you know, in our personal banking experiences, that has, for some reason, been incredibly hard. Is that a fair statement? And uh, how do you think uh, a platform like yours changes that? It is. That is a fair statement. And that's very much been front and center of our strategy and really the reason why we've partnered with Adobe to utilize the Adobe Experience Cloud within uh, this architecture. And mm-hmm. our view on this is, again, our customers cannot be locked into perhaps more brittle single, single service solutions that don't allow them to really create and expand on the, on the experiences their customers need. And so if I get underneath the covers of that statement, we've made a lot of investment to enable for our providers our, the use of a content management system that you know, really is world-class and allows for a lot of flexibility, again, back to customizing, to branding, to be able to create different experiences, to be able to deliver those experiences across any variety of endpoints that consumers will pursue and really bring all of that capability. That's instrumental in a digital experience platform approach, but also campaign management, the analytics to instrument all of the endpoints and engagements so that we can match across channel and understand consumer behavior and how better to serve it. And really tying back to the earlier point here, how to remove frictions. If we don't have those analytical insights on how consumers are interacting with those digital experiences, then it's not possible to really effectively remove the friction points and optimize the experience over time. so. Yeah, interesting. So switching to uh, more uh, general topics, what are you seeing in the market in the wake of COVID-19 in terms of acceleration of uh, virtual care models, digital experience related uh, investments in your client communities? Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing in the market in general? Certainly. And I would, there are the near-term imperatives that are that the market has been responding to. And then there are the medium and longer term realities that our customers are now positioning themselves to address. And, I'll, and what I mean by that is the near term imperatives are things were things like enabling virtual care so that patients could be served from that standpoint. And I think we've all talked about that uptake in the industry, but also things like touchless check-in and minimizing any contact with staff where possible and moving things like forms, paper forms to electronic and delivery, et cetera, et cetera. So there's been a lot of effort to really identify those gaps in the workflows and and really plug those gaps as quickly as possible amongst our provider base. So that's the near term that we see. And and I think that's really true across all different types of providers. And then there's the medium term. And and by medium, I might mean, you know, 12 months. You know, for some people, medium is six months. It's sooner. But but at the end of the day, that medium term is around reimagining those, the pathways that consumers are going to access care and how to how to deliver those digitally. And so then I, I think that ties back to a recognition that any barriers that uh, the health systems 
and providers can see with regard to enabling easier access to care for you know, for their consumers, those barriers now take a higher priority in terms of where their investment dollars and talent and resources are going. So we're, we're getting a lot of inquiries around consumer experience strategy and how to rethink the digital front door. The digital front door concept has expanded beyond perhaps patient portal to other channels and modalities. So I think it really created a big explosion of interest around the role digital can play in the healthcare system. Yeah. One of the big things that uh, people don't talk about is that along with this shift to virtual care, which has been brought on by by a lot of restrictions on people coming into a clinic or a hospital for care, there's this big concern around how to take care of the the population in their homes, the chronic care patients, for instance. And we see that remote care, remote monitoring technologies are also having some sort of a renaissance, if you will, or if not a renaissance, at least maybe accelerating. Is that also happening in in, uh, what you see along with improving access to care through virtual modalities? Short answer is yes, and there are a few drivers of that. So the recognition that increasing scope of care can be delivered in the home setting from the standpoint of now more Consumers are being accustomed to that, just given the realities of COVID. But there's been a growing body of evidence related to shifting care to the home and the value that that delivers in terms of benefits to uh, consumers, quality of life, health outcomes, as well as benefits to the system from an efficiency standpoint. So those drivers as well, I think, just continue to encourage that trend. So short answer is yes, we're seeing that. And it goes back to that reevaluation of the predominant models that our provider organizations are really funding and developing. And I think that will continue to play an increasingly large component of how consumers receive care and then how those providers are going to need to retool their system to support that. Oh, and what do you see as the one or two big challenges that providers are facing today as they make this transition, as they get ready to accelerate? Because the acceleration of the of the transformation is kind of inevitable. You know, you either accelerate or you get left behind. What, what are the one or two big challenges you're seeing providers struggling with as they try to make this transition? You know, there's a few things. One is organizational capacity to support that transformation. Increasingly, providers are understanding the the roadmaps that they want to pursue from a digital transformation standpoint. But the IT departments and teams are just taxed with a number of priorities on, on a number of fronts. So just that overall transformation burden and fatigue. That's a reality that the industry faces. I think also, you know, if we play this out a little bit, there's a dichotomy around how, you know, on what maybe good looks like and really a recognition on what is the path forward. So everybody recognizes the growth of telemedicine is needed and some of the other more tactical areas have to be addressed in the short term. But our industry has a record of adopting many different solutions. And you know, it's not healthcare, it's many consumer industries. And, but at the end of the day, I'll come back to those models that are really breakout 
and really drove substantial benefits were ones that brought together the journey and really streamlined the consumer journey. So that's a different paradigm in a lot of respects. So I think there's a, you know, there's an opportunity and there's a challenge around that. And the challenge is really what does that look like? And when you start to get underneath that, you realize that a number of the steps in the consumer journey fall on the payer side. So we can't forget the payer's role in this, whether it's understanding from a consumer standpoint, what doctors are in my network and what are my insurance benefits for a particular service or any number of steps where the consumer is left with a fragmented journey. So for uh, provider organizations to address this holistically, they have to think about the role of the payer in this and how they can work together. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Bill, that uh, unfortunately that brings us to the end of our time here. It's been uh, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you, and I wish you all the best with the launch of your new platform. It sounds very very interesting, and I will be following uh, what is going on with the progress uh, as you kind of make public statements about it. Uh, look forward to having you back again on the podcast, maybe a few months down the road, and maybe you can tell us more about your learnings from the launch of the platform. Thank you, Patty, and I really appreciate you having me here today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Subscribe to our podcast series at www.thebigunlock.com and write to us at info at thebigunlock.com.